Our gospel reading is about showing gratitude towards God for his providence and compassion and mercy towards us. We are told that Jesus was heading towards Jerusalem. And in Luke's gospel, as soon as he set his face towards Jerusalem, chapter 9, he is not going to come back. He's going to die like any other prophet in Jerusalem. So this is what I call the last bus. Jesus' journey to Jerusalem is the last bus. If you miss that bus intended to carry those for salvation, that is it. If Jesus passes by without you being a beneficiary of his mission, that is it. Opportunity comes but once. But then we are told that he went through Samaria and Galilee. Galilee will be Jewish territory and Samaria will be the Samaritan territory. And in the history of Israel, the Samaritans and the Jews had a strong conflict not accepting each other. Remember, after the death of Solomon and his son, um, uh, Rehoboam, became the king of Judah, ten of the tribes separated and formed the then northern kingdom, Israel, which, which was ruled by Jeroboam I. And what happened was that when the northern kingdom was overrun by the Assyrians, they deported all the able men and repopulated their region with pagan people. And with time, they intermarried with the, the Israelite women. And so those in the south, Judah, saw those lost tribes as adulterated people, not pure Jewish people. And so there was that conflict and rift between them, even during the time of Jesus Christ. It is surprising that today we see a Samaritan leper and nine Jewish lepers congregating together. The ordinary people who were not ostracized from society, who could participate in the religious rites of the people, live in that dissension and separatist groupings. But those who were ostracized because of leprosy, who live at the periphery of towns and villages, who had nothing to do with them, people who had to announce their presence because they believed that if you came to contact with a leper, you become ritually unclean. Rather, these were the people who were united. You know, at times we point accusing fingers at people, we look down on people, but I bet you they might be the right people who are doing the will of God, not the self-righteous people. And when they saw Jesus, they knew this is the moment. They had faith in him. And they jumped onto the bandwagon that Jesus was, was carrying and, and, and immediately called out to him, Jesus, master, have pity 
on us. They didn't say, Jesus, heal us. They said, have pity on us. Everybody in society has rejected us. Look at our plight. Have pity on us. To have pity on somebody is not just to have compassion. To have pity on somebody is to have mercy on the person. Mercy goes beyond compassion. St. Thomas Aquinas says that mercy is another type of justice. So mercy is not devoid of justice. When we talk about mercy, we talk about, about embedding ourselves in the plight of the other and willing to do whatever we can to alleviate the suffering and pain and the plight of that person. So that brings about healing. It's not about having sympathy for somebody for his condition, but you want to do something about it. You go beyond having sympathy, wanting to do something about it. And Jesus tells them, go show yourself to the priest. Probably without faith, they wouldn't have set off. What are they going to do? If you are healed completely from leprosy, then the next step is go and show yourself to the priest for a physical examination. And if the priest declare you as healed, you are reintegrated into society. But these people are still carrying the leprosy with them. But Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest. What are they going to show to the priest? Leprosy? They will never be even admitted to be around the priest. But they started going because they believe in the word of Jesus. You know, look at these people. Regarded as sinful. Regarded as non-entity. Regarded as people who are impure, unclean, who has to be avoided at all costs. Where the people who had faith in the word of God, they set off. And because they responded to the word of God in faith, they were healed. The one of them is Samaritan. The one who had the double agony was the one who realized, no, I need to go and show gratitude to Jesus. So he came back and knelt at his feet, falling at the feet and thanking him. Means he worshipped him and he thanked him. And Jesus said, we're not ten that were cleansed. How come that the only Samaritan, the only foreigner, came back to give thanks to God? Then Jesus said, stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. So he gets a double blessing. It's not just the physical saving, but the spiritual as well. He was healed physically, ready to be integrated into society. At the same time, he is saved. Dearly beloved, at times we fail to see what the Lord is doing in our lives. It is because our focus is different. At times we focus on what other people are doing, what they have, and we fail to see what God has done in my own life. Even the fact that you woke up this morning is a blessing. No matter what we are going through, no matter what is on our minds, there are people 
who did not live to see the light of this day, but we live to see the light. How many of us woke up this morning giving thanks to God for what he has done for us, giving thanks to God for the gift of our lives? If we fail to see what the Lord is doing in our lives, we would never show appreciation and gratitude. When we focus on what other people have received instead of what I have received, we will be filled with jealousy and envy. And that is a deadly sin that leads to destruction. Dearly beloved, let us spend some time reflecting on our lives, seeing the days and times and moments that the Lord touched each one of us. And let us say, thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless us and keep us this day. Amen.